Who is April? What a wonderful question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, we'll start off with I study music and sound design, um, double degree with international studies at UTS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a flex. <laughs> um, my interest, I mean, love a good, love a good chat. Yeah. Here for the chats with Lockie. Um, just, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, I'm one of those extrovert people that just loves to be surrounded by people all the time. Um, love my doggy. Shout out to Benji. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm quite family oriented. I like to be close with my parents and just share whatever's going on in my world with them. Um, what yeah. else? Yeah. I mean, music's kind of my life yeah. at the moment and like studying and just doing all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, with Corona, hobbies kind of die hard. Yeah, they, so. <laughs> which is tough. So I think the big thing is finding yeah, finding that reserves for that. Yeah, finding a balance to, mm. to kind of get through all of this. Yeah. Also, though, I picked up painting, which is really random. Yeah. yeah. Not good at it. <laughs> Not really that inspired by March, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's like it's a it's creative therapy. therapy. It's that's, that's that form yeah. of therapy. Like for me, I like like I like creating music but I, I never show people but it's mm. just that form of just expressing yourself in a way that is yeah is different than actually yeah sitting down and talking to someone I did um no they're not really like meaningful you know uh, <laughs> adventure time <laughs> adventure time yeah I did Jake and Finn the other day if you like oh, yeah. show it to you later <laughs> <laughs> for sure I'll, I'll actually I'll take some photos and put them in yeah sure because sure, I sure. know they're so good well yeah. um it's in the link below. Yeah, yeah. Link, link in the bio. <laughs> link in the description. In the description. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so how are things at the moment? Uh, we got this pandemic going on and, and that shakes up, you know, schedules. Yeah, for sure. But how are everything? Um, I mean, in terms of uni, I, I mean, it's been kind of difficult because one of my subjects was, like, I'm first year, by the way. So one of my subjects for music, they completely cancelled it. Right. And so now we're doing that subject next semester, but we're doing that as well as the subject that was meant to carry on from that. So it was like uh, a prerequisite for the other one, but now we're trying to learn it at the same time. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't actually started it yet, but I'm a little <laughs> bit nervous for it just because I know, like, not a slow learner, but I just need to practice things a lot to be able to, like, once I've got it down, I've got it down. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm just a bit nervous for that. It's fun. It's fun. Getting into it and, like, starting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially, yeah. like, high school maths. It took me so long to get it, but once I got it, it was like sweet. Right. You know? Anyway. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> it's, it's what, are we, right. what are we talking about? I was say, how, how are things? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you went off on a tangent, but no, no, no I, I, um, I do encourage that because I want to let uh, your mind run. Yeah, 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 right. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sweet. Um, I mean, online, it's fine. Yeah. I. Because I really love my degree, I'm not finding it difficult to be motivated to do the work, mm. which is something I have not experienced in the past. Mm. We'll get to that, though. Um, so uni's great. My job is safe, which was really, really, like, shout out to my aunt and uncle. I work for them. So they've been really awesome in being able to still give me, like, a steady income. So that's been awesome. Um, my family's jobs are all fine. Like, you know, like, all that stress that people are going through at the yeah. moment, I think I've been really protected from. Yeah, I agree. Me as well. It's it's so mm. you've got enough stress going on, and then when you add things into that, you mm. can't really see clearly. So it really like, yeah, yeah. Really and like I, 
Yeah. For so long, I've been one of those people that's like, you know, money doesn't define me. I don't mm. care how much money I have. I just want to travel the world, blah, 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 blah. But like as soon as the thought of not having a job came into like my like mm, your vicinity, space. I don't vicinity, know, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. Yeah. As soon as that became like something that might be a possibility for me, I was like, oh, like, yeah, she's a <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Too. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like far out. Like that's so annoying. Like just in terms of like my car is my freedom. You know, yeah, yeah. I just stressed a bit. But you know, I was really grateful for that. Mm. Um, one downside is that I did book a trip to India, and mm. I was meant to be leaving two weeks. Oh. And so that got cancelled, but I mean, everyone's in the same boat. Like, I yeah. can't really have a cry about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, I'm doing so good. So I get into the the second part, which is yeah. I'll call the issues or like the ugly stuff. And that was you telling me about this year that you had last year, yeah, 2019, and it was kind of like rough, kind of rough, pretty yeah. chaotic. Um, so kind of just briefly go through. Give us a bit of a description. Yeah, give us a spill on kind of how that was and what happened. Okay, so the T is <laughs> sis. Yes. Basically, so it's like it's kind of hard to pinpoint where it all kind of started. It just basically culminated. Can I use is that the right context of that word? Culminated. Yeah. Culminated. Like combined. Yeah, like it all just like. <laughs> All of it just, like, really overwhelmed me and it came over, like, quite quickly. So it was kind of hard to say, like, okay, well, when did it start? Basically, at the beginning of 2019, actually, you know what? It was the end of 2018. Yeah. And I crashed my car for the first time, which was quite upsetting. But, like, you know, first car crash, my parents were really forgiving. Um, I've got insurance. I had the money to pay for it. So, like, that was okay. Yeah. Not even... A month later, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> seriously, yes. yeah. Um, I crashed my car again, but the, like, just, like, me and Lockie were talking about it before, like, the embarrassment of it being, mm. like, <laughs> such a mistake, especially in such a short time frame. So, I knew that I hit this guy, a car, not an actual person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say <laughs> Yeah, I didn't kill someone, but, like, I hit another person's car. And so, because I was just so embarrassed and, like, scared of what my parents were going to say, just because, you know, tough Aussie parents, like, mm. you get yelled at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I kind of swept that under the rug and waited. It happened on Australia Day last year, actually, so 2019 Australia right, Day. Right, that's the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, plus that day, I just wanted to, like – you know how it is, like, <laughs> just, like just just hang on my friends, like, yeah, you know, yeah. piss off. Yeah. So I, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'll tell them tomorrow. Oh, I'll tell them tomorrow. No, no. And that went on for about three weeks. <clears throat> and then finally a letter came in the mail from his insurance company. Um, uh, what do you do it? Putting the quote in or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, it should be fine. Like, yeah, I think you know what I mean? Yeah, though? Yeah. Like, that he filed for the insurance. Like, he already had his car fixed, actually. Mm. And so then he was sending the check to be like, all right. Can you just pay this now? <laughs> pay that. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, and mum found that letter. I mean, does anyone tell, like, 
even though letters are addressed in my name, my parents still open it. Yeah. 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 Not a vibe. Because, yeah, <laughs> their parents. Yeah. So she saw that and I think I was asleep and she just came to me and I was like, what the fuck is this? So that was not good. And at that point I'd already spent a lot of money on another car, mm. like on the previous crash. Yeah. Um, so now I had to not fix not only my car, but the other person's car. And to be fair, this only cost the same amount every time because I was insured, but, um, your excess goes up every time you crash as a player. So every time I do crash, it goes up again. So my excess is very high. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to be crashing anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So at this point, like my parents were just furious. I was so embarrassed and I didn't really know how to come back from that. Mm, mm. So then there was just like this underlying angst that was there like about cars and everything. This is still very early on in the year. I hadn't even started uni yet. Mm. And so 2019 I was accepted to do biomedical engineering at UTS. Sounds fancy. It was just like, (laughs) you know, it was funner to explain. It was more fun to explain to people like, what I was doing or like it was more like like I felt um like verified like the like because it was like a high charting yeah yeah like I just yeah yeah. and also like my parents were so proud that I got accepted into it like Mm. when I told people what I was doing they're like whoa like you must be so smart so I just really really liked that validation yeah validation so you kind of went with it even though it wasn't really well to be fair I hadn't even started it yet yeah, yeah. So it was right. just like the like this is what I got into. Like yeah. I'm so excited so to start excited. uni. Like my agency went so well. Like it was just this whole thing. Yeah. So I started it and I did it with my best friend Jules. And so because we were in it together, I think that's why I stayed so long because mm. we were just like you don't want to abandon yeah. them at all. Well, we just had good bands, so yeah. it kind of distracted from the fact that I hated it. Mm. And like in hindsight, I didn't really like maths in high school. Didn't love chemistry in high school. I was always such like an English religion girl like I did German in year 12 like mm. of course I was never going to be that um you know is it the left side of the brain it's really like switched on with maths and stuff like, like that cognitive no it's the other one yeah no yeah. but whatever like I was not that like I was definitely more the creative type yeah right like, yeah. just like just to naturally succeed yeah um so when I got into uni and it was all these mathematical modeling subjects and it was programming fundamental I was just like oh shit I'm not naturally good at this Mm. and I didn't really have any desire to try either because I just was not passionate about it either yeah so that went on for semester one I passed all my subjects that was all right and then it got to semester two and I was just so unhappy with myself yeah and I think it stemmed from like, I don't know, I've always been one of those people, like, if little kids were ever meant to be, like, when I was younger, and my mum was like, oh, they're just jealous, I'd be like, oh, honey, I know. Like, I've always, <laughs> I've always just had, like, so that, that confidence, I guess. That confidence, but just, like, so obnoxious. <laughs> and just, like, if I ever got excluded from something, I was just so oblivious. I was like, so what are we doing this weekend? Like, did not even realise yeah. that people didn't like me. So I've always just had this um, personality where nothing really like yeah nothing faced yeah. me like genuinely like I just had like a very um yeah I don't know like a weird growing up where I don't know I just wasn't a very sensitive kid mm. so but 
And like I'd always just had like a really inflated <laughs> sense of self. Yes. But when it got to the point where I was broke because I'd already had to pay for two car crashes, um, I was going out every weekend with my friends and going to city, going into the city and like, oh, let's just get an Uber home. So like mm. $30 later for an Uber, like, you know, and just like constantly just throwing my money at a wall mm. and like all shits and gigs to go out with your friends, like yeah. constantly. But like there comes a point where it's just so, um, yeah, every weekend and. If you have friends who always want to go out, it's, yeah. it's tough to... And just, like, always hungover as well. Like, I just remember turning up to, like, I would go out maybe Friday, Saturday, and then someone would be like, oh, sheaf. Mm. So <laughs> there was, sheaf. like, four days of the week where I was not functioning as, like, a sober person Yeah, because I was always hungover, which is just, I mean, exaggerating when I say I went out three times a week, but, like, it would average about, like, two, like, yeah. once or twice. Yeah. So being hungover all the time, like it sounds like I have like an alcohol. <laughs> a few I think it's just kind of like get yeah. away from all the problems. Yeah, and exactly. Just it was definitely yeah, an escapism it. thing, and like yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I had no money. Definitely my fault as well. Like I could have saved after crashing cars, but I just kept wanting to go out with friends and yeah. have a good old time. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> 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 throwing money at a wall with you uh with um going out yeah. Uh, oh yeah i was just so still really embarrassed about driving cars and my parents like n- no hate mum and dad like yeah. love them so much and i know that they always have my best interest yeah but it was just every time that something bad like every time that i would like mess up or fight with them it would always be brought into the argument well don't go fucking crashing your car yeah, again and you don't yeah, and when that, you're already really up. struggling with something, it becomes like one of those things where it's like such a sore spot, mm. and like no one. And because I always have been such a resilient person, like as a kid, I was always just like, so oh whatever. Titanium. <laughs> her <laughs> mom came. Her mom came in before the interview, and she said, "Hey, hey, lady, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> her, yeah. Your nickname is Titanium because you were very strong as a kid." Yeah, but <laughs> the only reason she says that is because she knows the song. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a bit of a pitch perfect vibe. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, and like I also heard, like, I think we've all been there in terms of just like the dating scene, mm. like going through not a lot of people, okay, guys, like, <laughs> <laughs> but going through a few people where you'd get excited about it and you'd be in like the talking phase mm. and you'd tell your parents about oh sorry you'd tell your friends about it like might even tell your mum about it just on the down low like yeah mm. not like nothing serious but like just like talking to this person like you know how it is yeah you're excited about it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like I had a few of those where it just flopped mm. like can't really explain why it didn't work just didn't mm. so that kind of hurt too um and I just hated uni like genuinely and like it took me it took a lot to like come to terms with the fact that I just couldn't stand it and I remember having like a little like pep talk to myself walking home from the station one day and being like doesn't matter how much you hate uni don't you dare give up on it like don't you dare give up on engineering Mm -hmm. like so many people are proud of you like if you drop this then like you're nothing like 
Man. really like really awful um yeah, way to talk to myself yeah, yeah yeah and like looking back at it now i'm just like sis like are you okay <laughs> you weren't really certain <laughs> no yourself, like i wasn't no, no. yeah i wasn't being kind to myself um so then it got to a stage where oh and then <laughs> oh jesus christ Don't get so i took my dad's car one day because i crashed mine and i didn't have it anymore <laughs> <laughs> So I had my dad's car and he was like, do you mind just putting some petrol in it? Like for wherever you're going, like just 10 bucks worth or whatever, I'll just put yeah. you, like put it in. I was like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So I went to the petrol station and I had just gotten back from Snow Tunes and the whole way there, the 98 fuel was black. So I just went for the black one. Oh, no. <laughs> so I put a whole tank of diesel in my dad's Kluger. <laughs> That takes petrol. <laughs> so you can imagine you the phone thing. You got, you got a lot. Uh, no, you can't. The um, $758 because they had to put a new pump into my dad's car. Oh, God. Mind you, they got a new car the next year, so. Everything evened out, I guess. No, like why didn't they get a new car when I fucked the other one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put diesel in dad's car are not good. Um, and then, so that was another thing where I just was so embarrassed because it was something to do with a car again and yes. it was more money that I just didn't have. Um, and then it got to a point where everything in my life, just there was something a little bit wrong with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's just like a hard thing to realise and even looking back at it now, I'm just like, I, like, I wish I could talk to myself then and just be, like, yeah. a friend to myself because I just really needed that. Somebody who I kind of understood. Yeah, but basically, like, it just got to a point where I'd wake up in the morning and I'd get out of bed just to say bye to my mum and dad. And then I'd go back to bed, skip whatever uni class I had that day. If it was a lecture, I just mm. wouldn't go to it. Like, I just stopped, like, functioning in that sense. Like, you know, like, I stopped caring, which mm. was – awful because now yeah. I've got a lovely hex bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah and then I'd be in bed until four o'clock. literally don't know what I was doing that whole mm. time. Like that's such a like blackout thing for me, but I was either sleeping or Netflixing or something. It's I actually think, moment. Yeah. yeah, do you know the show Shameless actually? I've seen a couple of episodes. Oh it's me. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was like my depression show. Yeah, yeah. So I think it went like days like, and then I'd get out of bed by four o'clock to say hi to my parents and like put on a happy smile, and they'd say, "How was you turn?" Like, yes, yeah, so good. Like saw Jules like was such a little liar just because I was just so unhappy. Hmm. So that went on days, weeks, maybe even like a month. I don't know. But soon my mum started to realise like you're in the same clothes as you were this morning, hmm. or that I wasn't. I mean, I'm a hygienic person, but. I just wasn't changing out of the same clothes. I was always just, like, in my room. The lights were always off. Yeah. I'd go to work, but because I was so in my own head, I'd do stuff, like, because I have to go open the shop in the morning. I'd get there and not have a key, so I'd have to call my boss and be like, oh, I forgot my key. Like, yeah. you know, just stuff like Little that. Little things like that that just add yeah. unneed stress to your day. Yeah. But it's also little things like that that, made everyone around me be like, oh, she's not all right. Yeah. So 
yeah, but basically that was like kind of rock bottom for me when I just like couldn't do anything right. I was so unhappy with myself and like, I don't know, just think, cause like I had always just been like, I want to travel. I want to travel. Like I want to do this. Like I'll mm. defer uni if I have to, like all this stuff, but I just wasn't saving. I just didn't really have like the big picture in mind. I was just yeah. trying to live day to day, hour by hour, just trying to get through life, I guess, which is a really sad way to live. Yeah. So my mum noticed that and then sat me down and we just had this big talk one night. She was like, okay, uni's wrong. You don't like uni. Like, what are we going to do about that? Mm. So we made a UAC application and filed for a new uni course, which is why I'm in music now. And yes. it's awesome and I love it. Yeah. We sat down and said, okay, your funds aren't adding up and you're just talking about how you want to travel and you want to see the world, but you're not saving. So why don't you transfer like $400 of your pay every week to me so that not only if you crash your car again, you have money to pay for it, mm. but you are saving for a trip as well. Yes. And also my parents made this rule that if I didn't have $2,400 in my account, I couldn't drive the car. Right. Because that's how much excess costs. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's actually kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Like, yeah. It, it was harsh because I couldn't drive the car for a while. Mm. But in hindsight, like, it was a really good rule just because I was covered by myself. Like, it was an independence thing as well. Yeah. And, yeah, basically that's it. Like, I just – I mean, without the help of parents, without the help of people caring about me and noticing that I wasn't okay was just awesome because I wouldn't yeah. have done it alone at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so you talk about how you isolate yourself from others mm-hmm. just to be in your room. Mm-hmm. Was that, I guess, I'm nervous. That. Lonely. I'll just, I'll edit out the, uh, thanks, please. <laughs> I was going to say, was that lonely? No. Um, mm. I think, uh, I think, I guess, how did that affect everything else? Because you, you know, everyone has their own, like, purpose of going about things. Some people are at uni, some people yeah. are in their jobs doing the nine five and doing different things. So did you at a point feel like you can't, you didn't really have like a purpose or you weren't really I mean, working towards something? I think I was tricking myself into thinking that engineering is my purpose. Yeah. And like, I really, really had myself fooled into this like idea that I was going to be a woman in STEM and doing all these engineering things. Mm. And like, even when I was in that really like, I want to say depressive state. Like I've di- never been diagnosed with any mental illness, but like it was definitely you were running patterns. Like that's a, it was definitely a, a state of um, not coping at all. And I think it took someone else to point it out to me. Yeah. For me to be able to like realize, oh god, like this is not going where my mind thinks it is, mm. which seems silly because obviously lying in your bed all day and not being able to interact with your friends or really do anything besides pull your ass out of bed to go to work because you have, like, an obligation. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I was just really blindsided by myself, if that makes sense. Yes. So I guess obviously I didn't have much purpose in that, but I just was, yeah, just, you know, blinded by what what I thought I wanted. Yeah. Which I evidently didn't want. But yeah. I think I just liked the idea of it rather than actually being it. Right. 
Mm. And that's the thing because I think the mind is designed to to keep you safe. And so when it's designed to keep you safe, you'll have these masks that it puts up for you. Mm. And like you were saying, it just it was you were it was kind of telling you that oh yeah, you know I've got my I've got my purpose. I'm doing engineering. Mm. I know what I'm doing. You know every, everything's fine. Mm. And when if you come to terms with reality, you know things weren't great, no. and I think you would just yeah do, you were masking yourself from that for yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. social media <laughs> my and how favorite. how that impacted because it can cause you it definitely caused me to like compare myself to other people right and be like I see you they're they're doing this and going on a trip somewhere and I'm not doing anything you mm, know? Mm. and yeah so how you know what type of role did social media play. Um, I mean, because I was still going out with friends a lot and that was, like, one of the reasons why I had no money, mm. I was still, like, getting all the pics for my social media platforms. Like, I was still putting on a face of, like, look at me out with my friends mm. at this new bar we went to. Like, I was still putting out that, um... That image. Yeah. Kind of compensating. And I mean, going out with my friends that was, like, a happy place for me. Yeah. So it's not like I was putting out a false sense of who I am. Like, no one's going to put up a Facebook stuff so lying in my bed for seven days. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no one's going to put that like, in. Even the job. most, like, in-your-face YouTuber isn't going to say something like that. Oh. I mean, it's, just, it's one of those things where I know that it does really negatively affect a lot of people and that it does yeah. have a lot of influence on people. But I don't know. I mean, I think I can take, like, I can see what someone's posting and either take it for what it is yeah, or realise that, okay, well, they're obviously, like, doing a brand deal or, mm-hmm. like, that, yeah. yeah, or they're clearly, like, oh, I don't know. There's like, always another, like, I guess, story yeah, to everything. And I right? think I have been educated enough by, I don't know, like, school or just my parents or even seeing it in the flesh that, like, social media isn't really always what people are putting out there because I know that I was putting out there something that really wasn't what I was feeling. Right, yeah. But I wouldn't say that it negatively affected me in any way, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's, um, I think it's a mature thing to come to terms with because you can – most people can go through life without needing social media Mm. or anything, any sort of – um that type of contact because mm. it never it was never um something that was needed in society. It was never something that we absolutely have to integrate into everything. No. And so when everyone else is on it, you wanna get on it and you wanna mm. to um you know interact with different people. But it, it really is just like a fake world. Absolutely. And it's it's so easy to get lost in that. You yeah. know, I find myself yeah looking at I guess other people's lives and then I compare it to me, which is again, it's so just, it's not comparable. It's so, yeah, it's so silly. Like yeah. Different people, different friends. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess one thing that I was kind of like, oh, that's not happening for me. Like, I saw my high school friends make uni friends. Yeah. And because I was in a degree that I didn't really vibe with, I wasn't vibing with the people in that degree because they really did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So there wasn't really that common ground. I mean, besides my friend Jules, and we just like 
chatted people shit like <laughs> the whole degree, like the yeah. whole year I was there. Um, yeah, but like I guess that would be something that kind of hit home because I was like, well, I don't have any uni friends. Yeah. <laughs> Sad boy. <laughs> yeah. Because I see I see April and I see myself and kind of what she went through that year was very similar to what I went through over a couple of years. Like I had three incidents where I had like a car crash or like an incident and had to pay, you too know, much. too much. Like I had a, I remember it was like a $10,000 debt and I was like, like yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, what? Were you not 17, sure? 18 or something? No, we weren't insured because it was like an old car and it wasn't, we didn't really care. Oh, honey. And so, yeah, at that, I think, you know, and, and additionally with that, you know, having failed like relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that, all these different things are all applicable to, to, to everyone, not just young people and, mm-hmm. and not just, you know, it's, it's just, it's everyone can go through these things. And I guess for me, my, my, I guess, struggle was trying to seeing the end of, end of the dark doors or seeing yeah. light at the end of the path. For sure. Which is, or which even is tough. realizing that you were in like a dark spot. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 And you go, you know, you think you're in this really, you know, you think you're going through a tough time, but it's only just been the past couple of months or it's only just been that year. Yeah. And, you know, I think I could have, and I think you could have, um, let that control you and let that affect the rest of your life. Mm. But I think it's actually a good thing to have those years or you had that year to look back and be like, okay, I matured so much. Yeah. And that's, that's been integral to me growing up as a human. And it also like, like having all those really, really dark spots, it's made like this year, like like living all the um successes that I've had this year, it's just made them so much more like wholesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you appreciate them more. Don't come for yeah. me, but yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just makes them so much more meaningful. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then yeah, I mean like I've had struggles this year as well. Like it's been one of the best years of my life, but there's still been hardships that I've had to um like adversity I've had to deal with Hmm. and you know like whether that be in terms of corona which is obviously something that everyone's going through so it's not really something that i can be like i'm really struggling you know what i mean but like just having cancelled trips that i was really excited for because i finally got my shit together yeah yeah. it was like a really meaningful trip to be able to pay for that myself and go by myself and have that independence because i was so dependent last year yeah so having that kind of be taken away was like Sad, but you know, it's just a postponed situation, not really like a cancel. Yeah, it's not. It's the yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Um, so talk about like support from your friends. Mm. And was that, was, you know, you, I guess, did you become like dependent on them? Did they really understand what was going on? I mean, I think, I mean, I'm sure my friends will see this when it's posted, but yeah. I think a lot of people will be shocked that I have like something to say about this whole movement that you're doing just Mm. because I didn't really speak out about being so unhappy and Mm. like my friends knew that I crashed my car because they thought (laughs) like you know like they knew I had these things happening they knew that I wanted to change degrees they knew that 
like they knew the boys that I was talking to, like they knew the those things about working out and like yeah. we always have chats about it, like we'd always talk about it, but I don't think they well, I didn't let them see how much it was affecting me. Yeah. Yeah. And like I have never been one, like not in like any martyr sort of way, but I've never been one to really like show that I'm upset or mm. want anyone to know that I'm not doing too well just because I don't know, that's not who I like usually portray myself to be in front of yeah. others. But I think my family has just been so amazing and like like bringing up stuff to them. Like when you bring up a car crash that I've had and a fight that we've had, that really affects me and that mm. really like brings me down a peg in terms yeah. of like my um, like self-worth and like all these things that I need to feel better about myself. Like that just really hurts. Yeah. Not crying, by the way. No, 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 no. I had it. <laughs> and I heard your voice and cracking, I, no, right? I felt. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'll Anyway. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so now we'll get into the third part, third and final part, which is I call like advice, reflections, and kind of revelations, a lot of things that you've learnt through this whole process um what are some i guess um helpful activities i guess that at um you see mm. have been helpful through all of this like it could be hanging out with friends it could be mm. going for exercise like what are these different things that have helped you i guess get over this um yeah um well i mean it did happen a few months ago but all of the coping Coping. Coping. Had some wine, y'all. <laughs> um, all the coping mechanisms that I, that my mum really helped me through. Yeah. Um, I still use them in, like, day-to-day life, whether or not it's because I stubbed my toe or, you know, I've had, like, conflict with a friend. Like, it's just going through in my head, like, it's okay, it's temporary, you yeah. work through it. Like, it just all those kind of things. Like, like positive affirmations. And- Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, um, I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> what are like some ha- activities that have helped through all of this? Even when you were in like in the in the hard times, what was things that you oh, that yeah. kind of brought you back to the light and at least just just yeah. shove those problems away for a aside, aside just for a bit? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Was, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely surrounding myself around friends. Like, yeah, that's a that huge big one. Um, and like. No shame, but, like, you know, those friends, like, you hang out with because you just have a bit of fun, but it's nothing ever really deep. No. Sorry, it's about I get that. Like, I, it was, um, I thought it was really important for me to surround myself around those people that I had, like, a deeper connection with mm. and, like, more meaningful friendship and, you know, just to have those chats or, like, yeah, I don't know, just things like that. Yeah. Sorry, I can't stop burping. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have a mixture of those. Like I have. Oh, you need I the fun friends. The true one. Yeah. You need the, the fun ones. The fun like ones, they yeah. just bring so much joy to my life, and I adore them. Yeah. But there's just some things that I don't really feel comfortable talking about with them, yeah. which is so okay. And like I know that if I wanted to, I could so go to them. And I know that if they ever came to me with something, I'd be so open to helping them yeah. talk through it. It's just one of those things where you know your peoples. Yeah. Like you know who's gonna 
really understand you, like just like people that have known you for the longest or like things like that. And like even the cousins and stuff, like yeah. I'd always have um, good chats with. Yeah. Shout out to Liv. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just people that really, really know you. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. You get what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, so like a coping, well, a non-coping mechanism when I was like just in my bed all day and like not really – getting on with life, some days I would take myself on, like, the longest drive. Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily helpful either because it was, like, just another space where, for one, I shouldn't really be driving my car because I always crash it. (laughs) Two, it was just another area where I was alone and I was still in my own head. And even if I had my dog. Oh, my God. Open the door. Yeah. It's crazy. He's so naughty. I locked up. Um Shalom. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so like going on drives, just like being once again isolated and being stuck in my own head. That was <laughs> I like yeah, I knew that was not the best for me as well. Even though life's great at the moment, like I'm really happy with where it's going and like how I'm finally saving money and stuff. Did recently go through a breakup, which is always hard and it was just one of those things where it had to come to an end, but it's just kind of hard to make that realisation yourself. Yeah. Um, and I noticed myself falling into these patterns of wanting to go for a long drive or um, didn't really feel like getting out of bed that day. And, like, it wasn't even that I was heartbroken, which, you know, like, like respectful to my exes, like, whatever. It wasn't the fact that I was just, like, couldn't get over this person. It was just I'm really sad that this happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed myself falling into these habits again, and I think my resilience has really um, gained in strength from last year. Yeah. So I was able to really, really quickly nip it in the bottom and be like, okay, this is bad. You are okay. You have friends who love you. You've got family that loves you. You love what you're doing every day at uni. You've got an income. You're doing great, sweetie. So I really talked myself out of falling into those habits again, which I think was the best realisation for me because I knew – how much stronger I'd become from all the hardships I faced last year yeah, and how I'd really um, come a long way from that because I was able to bring myself out of another situation more recently where I could have fallen back into that trap again. Yeah. But it's good to have – I think it's better to have these when you're younger and life isn't as, yeah. uh, I guess, serious. Like you're not paying rent somewhere. No, yeah. You're not, you know, don't have a mortgage or anything. It's it, it's better to have these when you're younger, and you don't obviously you don't want to go through these things. But if you're going to go through them, I you know I'm happy that I've been mm. through this stuff earlier on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're living our best single life. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, additionally, what's like the advice that has helped you? Like the best advice you've heard, and what's like the worst advice you've heard through all of this? Um, I mean. Worst advice that I've probably ever heard was to just like distract myself from what I was feeling. Yeah. Because 
when you do that, I mean, everyone's different. If distracting yourself gets you through it until you forget about it, like go for it, honestly. Yeah. But it just didn't work for me because distracting myself from it didn't make it go away. And I also wasn't allowing myself to feel what I like. I wasn't allowing myself to feel the like enormity of enormity. Enormity. Yeah. Enormity. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't allowing myself to feel the enormity of how serious it really was that I wasn't succeeding in so many endeavors of life. So. Watching Shameless as a bit of a coping mechanism, not the best thing because I wasn't really thinking about myself or yeah, you're just guarding things away and just pushing yeah, them away for definitely thinking it's going to work out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I just wouldn't really cop that as best advice for me personally. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Best advice I've ever had. Because you could tie this into another question I was going to ask. Like, what would you tell your younger self? So. Like that, that, um, a little piece of something that you could give mm. to maybe someone else who's, who's going through the same thing mm. or something similar, you know, that little piece of advice, like what okay. was like the best thing for you? Okay. Um, don't rely. Okay. <laughs> best advice that I would probably give to myself experiencing those things back then. Like if I could go talk to my, 18-year-old self, 19, I'm so wise these days. (laughs) But I would just say, like, I know I think I just reassure myself that, like, Mm. it's a phase and, like, sure, you have to be um, proactive in fixing it. Mm. Like, it's not like like one of those phases that are just going to go away on their own. Like, you really have to put your mind to it, like, in terms of being proactive in putting money aside to save for a trip or – proactive in applying for a new uni course even though it costs two hundred dollars to like put the application in like you've got like yeah like just be um like do something about it like yeah and i've been really into my podcasts lately mm. and some like i don't know happy hour with lucy and nikki it's not educational at all but it's just like fun to listen to in the yeah. car and basically they gave advice saying if something's bugging you for over a month, just do something. Like if you're thinking about going away on a trip mm. and it's been bugging you for like a bit longer than a month, do it. Yeah. If you're unhappy in your uni degree and you want to change it and it's been bugging you all year, like it was for me, mm. change it. Like why be stuck in something that, um, you know, like even if other people expect you, like parents expect you to live up to that, standard of Mm. like whatever their standard is of you like you don't have to do that because you can make them proud of you and just being yourself and you know being happy with yourself I guess yeah because I think like nothing will change unless like they heard that old saying nothing will change unless you change Mm. that was a big thing I guess if you're going through something that you think is that has no end to it or that you think you're okay with. There's different ways you can think about it. But at the end of the day, if it's not helping you, it's just, it's just a burden to have. It's just like, Mm. it's just something else that's bringing you down. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for watching. Thank you for coming on. April. Appreciate it. Um, Hope you guys found something good from this. And yeah. Hit the like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly by it. Yeah, not really. Exactly. Have a good one. Bye.